my my name Amy leaned into the mic, so I will too. My name is Jupiter. Uh, and, and you're watching Disney Channel. Our, oh shit! We've been bought out by Disney. Damn! Catch enchanting aspects. Sorry. Catch enchanting aspects on Disney Plus exclusively. Sorry, <laughs> everybody. We've been bought out by Disney. It was honestly expected. It you know yeah it's it's a monopoly like yeah. they were gonna come and get us eventually so might as well get in there early right yeah yeah we're uh, um, we're the first podcast on Disney Plus uh so you know that's that's kind yeah. of exciting but also like you can you know you can only find us through the settings yeah we're you go in, to settings we're in the and settings, then you go down yeah. to um audio uh-huh, settings then uh-huh. you go to audio and then there's this tiny tiny um like weird dot in the lower left corner mm-hmm. and it kind of looks like a little cat and you click that three times and then it says please enter the password and then you have to enter um um you have to enter like three four six seven eight two nine five uh hashtag hashtag h lmpo 6 and then um it'll say please enter your email make an account and then um it says yeah this is this is set oh, I, this is separate from your disney plus account we, it's it's important this is uh, you can only reach it through the disney plus account audio settings but it but it is separate it's a separate account that you have to sign up for yeah which and once you finally get there uh-huh. um they um don't tell you it's enchanting aspects. They um, instead mail you a letter that says um, uh, that has the definition of podcast on it, and so you have to like figure out you learn what a podcast is. Uh-huh. And then, like they kind of just expect you to look up podcasts from there and find us. Yeah, and and weirdly, uh, weirdly, you know, this whole Disney Plus ARG thing. Weirdly, our numbers have never been higher. <laughs> it's true. We went from one listener to two, <laughs> and the listener is our producer. Hey, producer. Um, first name douche. Second so, name I'm Prado. So, so, huh. Now maybe I have been, maybe I have not been involved in these business talks, but I don't know this person. <laughs> I don't know who they are. Also, also shout out to our very first sponsor, um, uh huh, which is um, the farmers market that happens um, locally every Thursday. <laughs> not, not, not just. You know, not a specific farmer's market, just the concept of farmer's markets. Um, you... <laughs> the concept of farmer's markets yeah. contacted the producer. Yeah. Whose name again is... is um, D- douche, douche Prados, D- I think D- is what I said. Douche Prados. Producer is a joke. Um, uh-huh. Also, that reminds me of um, <laughs> me and Joe. We were playing, like, I think it was um, Famicom Detective Club, the remake. Oh, sure. And it asked for my name. And so I <laughs> I made my first name Salvin and my last name Klaus. Um, and you know what that means? No. <laughs> Say it. Say the name. Salvin Klaus. No, I don't. Because it's, I... it's a detective game, so we're Salvin Klaus. For Salvin Clues. What? 
That's not what the solvent clues. That's not what that so sounds. No, 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 no. It's that's not. What, that is not what that sounds like <laughs> at all. <laughs> I know, but I just wanted it to be kind of real names, so I made it Klaus instead of Klaus. Welcome to Enchanting Aspects, where we appreciate the little things in art. My name is Amy. <laughs> Jupiter is too mad to t- to say her name right now. <laughs> That's Jupiter. Hi. Hi. My name is Jupiter, and this is Enchanting Aspects. And Sponsored by Farmer's Markets. Sp- sponsored by Farmer's Markets. Produced by Disney. Produced by uh, Douche Klaus. No, not Klaus. Douche. <laughs> oh, I've already forgot what you said. It's uh, <laughs> Douche Produce. Produce? Because he's the producer. No, no, no. I, I get that. But, like, produce? That just sounds like you're making a prawn on produce. <laughs> like, again, it's the farmer's market again. Um... I didn't say I was good at making pun names. I just do it. <laughs> why is why is the name do, douche? Why? Because produce, because douche, like douche in produce. But, but douche is another thing. You know that, right? I know, but per, but he's a douche too. That's his name. He's a douche. He like he came out of the womb, and the mom was like, "Oh, this guy's a douche." Um, I I can't I can't believe I can't I cannot believe what you are putting me through right now. Um. So let's just let's just get on into the things, right? Yeah. The well, yeah. Let's we do. Let's get into it. Fucking like probably like eight minutes into the podcast, mm-hmm. making uh, every listener has dropped off. Our subscriber count is zero. Well, yeah. Well, they just need to reconnect through the Disney Plus, and they'll they'll come back. <laughs> So. <laughs> oh my god, Amy. So, my thing uh-huh. is... Yes, please. So, I know we just started off funny, but my thing's actually pretty, like, fucking sad, kind of. Um, But, you know, thing, our things just come to us, and we have to let them happen. And we have to... Yeah. Sometimes we have to let ourselves feel the shit that we're feeling. Yeah, the, the, um, the things just sort of possess our bodies, and if we don't talk about them and let them out uh then they will be trapped within us forever bouncing around the walls of our flesh so Mm -hmm. yeah so um so my thing is a line from a song oh see see, um see now this is interesting this is interesting for a very particular reason is that i have been very specifically avoiding talking about music I have done my best too as well. Um, I usually try to keep it like I usually like mention it if I'm doing something like I'll be like, oh, so this music is like bomb as hell. But like, I'm I'm letting this slide because one, it's a line from a song from a Netflix special. Uh-huh. It is from oh a oh yeah, you know what it fucking is probably. No, I, well, here's um, the thing: I haven't seen it, but I can guess what you're talking about. Yeah, I want to guess. Are you now, now, Amy? Are you talking about Bo Burnham's Inside? Yes, I'm talking about Bo Burnham's Inside. Um, I I have specifically I am... avoided watching this because yep. because I know that it it's it will it will not be good for me. 
it, it yep, will not absolutely. be good for, for me as a human being. Um, so speaking of that, um, if you don't know what Bo Burnham Inside is, Bo Burnham is a comedian. Um, he has a bunch of Netflix specials. He is a funny guy. Some people don't think he's funny. I think he's funny. Um, he's pretty but funny. I, I think he's very funny. Um, he um, released a special called Inside. It is very, very, very good, but disclaimer, it is very hard to watch if you are not in a good mental state. Um, and it is specifically about quarantine and about going through all of that that happened. And also, you know, it's still happening. Um, let me make sure my phone's on silent. Um, yeah, so essentially, Bo Burnham made a Netflix special while he was in quarantine. Um, he, to my knowledge, he did not let himself go outside like once during the whole special. Um, so every single song was recorded and edited and directed all by him in one room um and it's really good special but once again please only watch it if you are <laughs> in a mental space where you can watch it i'm really glad i watched it it helped me kind of like realize like woof oof but anyways <laughs> um see here's the thing i don't i don't need something to make me realize oof and woof I feel I feel the um, oof and woof every day. Yeah, it was it was more like I had all these feelings that had been going on for so long, and then uh, Bo Burnham like perfectly expressed them sure. in an audio in visual way, mm -hmm. and I really really needed that. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, the song I'm talking about is called "That Funny Feeling." It is my favorite song from the. Um, show but essentially the song um talks about tiny little oddities that happen in our capitalistic society that give you funny feelings that kind of make you wonder hmm i don't think that it's normal to live like this mm. um for example um what a really really good one is oh amy's searching Amy's perusing. Okay. <laughs> I found it. Okay. Like, w one of the lines is, a book on getting better, hand-delivered by a drone. Ah, like, sure, yeah. Stuff like that. Um, another really good one is, um, in honor of the revolution, it's half off at the gap. <laughs> Shit like that. Um, let's, let's listen to the song. I am, I'm gonna say also beforehand that this song talks a lot about, um, Kind of like what our generation faces as, you know, like global warming and like feeling like the world is ending. Uh-huh. So so really just like, you know, I got I'm going to say this right the fuck now. I'm going to say this right now that like my thing that I'm bringing in a second here once we're done here, my thing is going to be such severe whiplash from this whole shit. <laughs> I'm just going to say that right now. It is okay. going to it's completely opposite in energy. Good. <laughs> I'm glad. Um 
so yeah well the whole song's five minutes we can listen to the whole thing and then at the end i will tell you what my favorite line is okay on this sounds and good we'll talk about it sounds good googling derealization hating what you find that on a pair in summer air in early fall the quiet comprehending of the ending of it all there it is again that funny so um so i was ba- song... i was baiting you into doing the art ghost thing and you didn't do it and you know what i'm proud of you uh what's the Argos thing i don't remember oh uh that's valid of you i i don't actually expect you my friend to listen to all of my shows um uh but uh but we just whenever we listen to a song it's like we just go so so what'd you think oh yeah yeah um i kind of just expect you to tell me your thoughts (laughs) on our show (laughs) that's fair that's valid uh uh no uh like I'm glad that we listened to this because uh, listening to it, like, again, like, it, it does give me that full context that just that I it's hard to sort of explain what this song is about without just without listening, listening to, to it. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, yeah. It's I mean, it's certainly it's certainly a lot and it is certainly relatable, I guess, is Relatable almost feels like the wrong word to use here because like, you know, I mean, relatable as a word is usually used in a very content setting nowadays. Mm -hmm. But but I mean, like there is this feeling of a feeling of, you know, we are in late stage capitalism we are in a situation where uh, where fucking companies and billionaires and brand marketing campaigns are desperately trying to convince us that shit isn't completely falling apart mm-hmm. while they absolutely are you know we got like and i don't say that in like in a super pessimistic way because like i mean you know these companies are trying to put like up this like trying to paint over what is happening and what is happening is the end of capitalism you know they they are trying to like hold capitalism together when we can more or less all see that it is that it that it doesn't work that the quote unquote yeah. free market is a failure you know yeah. um and the way that society like the like the way that culture and movements and philosophy are co-opted into marketing mm-hmm. is both incredibly frustrating and yeah. i mean to put it in the most simplest of ways it's a bully giving you a band-aid yeah yeah it's it's like it's it's both incredibly frustrating to have that shit co-opted and also like funny that it is they are so obviously flailing and yeah and like 
desperately trying to keep relevant. I mean, I get fucking like, like Dove soap commercials trying to use slang. Like it's of like it's just like what what are you doing? <laughs> like um, it's it's so it's so fucking wild and like yeah I yeah I so let me let me start off by saying what my favorite line is from this yes. and what made me want to talk about it. And that is the line, the quiet comprehending of the ending of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, so for some context, I mean, like outside of the song, for some context for me personally, um, I, as a kid, I was um, kind of in my own head a lot, a lot, a lot. Like I believed in magic so much i believed in fantasy i believed in everything that was shown to me um and i i was my quite literally my heart was shattered when i discovered that none of that was real because i discovered it way too late Mm. because um the people surrounding me kind of just expected that i would fall out of it on my own and just kind of like out of context clues, figure it out myself, but I didn't. Um, and it like really fucked me up. Um, and not to mention like at the same time that was happening, some other really fucked up things were happening. Sure. Um, but all that to say, um, it took me a really, really long time to realize that the... The world that we're living in, not the world, but the society that we are raised in right now is not built for us. It's built against us. Yeah. Um, and and not just personally, but I, I think that it's kind of like at least our generation is kind of that way and we we were raised to... We were the first generation or one of the first gener- few generations that were like raised to be like, oh, yeah, racism ended like it ended like in the 60s and it's yeah. gone now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I remember getting taught shit like that in school for real. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We grew up thinking that racism was over. And then, you know, like. At the on the same day in the same hour in the same classroom making racist racist remarks or uh-huh. playing games that were you know racist like right or it or was still embedded in us or, or uh, uh, doing like American history classes uh, that uh, were like like oh you know like the we uh, arrived on uh, we arrived in America. And there were some minor conflicts with the indigenous people. Uh, and then uh-huh. blank, blank, dot, dot, dot. Anyway, so now America is here. Like, complete. Yeah. Just like. And also, we're all friends at Thanksgiving. Right. We all, yeah. we all just came together and became best friends. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, like, literally, like, just, oh, my God. It. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, like. This song, if I wasn't already, like, fully aware of how flawed our system is, I think this song 
could kind of be a gateway at least to some people to realize, huh, yeah, that is kind of, some, some of that stuff is actually kind of fucked up because like, it actually does amaze me. Like, you know, being out in the real world and like interacting with people at work and stuff. And it's like, it's amazing to see how many people still don't think anything's wrong. Um, just like, and, and I'm not even saying like people who are, um, like fully privileged, like, I'm talking about people who are convinced that it's them, like, it's their fault. Right, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, there is definitely, like, I've had conversations about this with uh, uh, friends before of, like, in a lot of ways, uh, you know, the, like, Gen X and above, if they aren't in a, like, affluent state, if they didn't, you know, if they weren't able to you know get a house and do all this stuff this the quote-unquote american dream then they just sort of give up on the idea of there ever being change and just put their heads down and try and push forward and and like like i i can acknowledge that and still be like i want to be clear here like i am an an extreme optimist about the future. Like yeah, I I know this very much about you and I <laughs> I wish I could be as optimistic as you and I try to be. Um but I it gets me down. Like this this song is how I feel so much all the time. Like right. it's hard to not notice all the corruption and I know that there's hope and I know that there is change but like going back to the line, the quiet comprehending of the ending of it all. Like I, I feel you know because it's the way capitalism works. I feel alone and isolated, mm-hmm. and there's nothing I can do to change anything about this situation. Right, and I, it's I it I I I want I want to step in here, right? Yeah, because like. I I want I want to do my optimist spin. You ready for okay. it? Okay. All right. Yeah. So we can all we can all feel this like impending ending. Like we can feel that. However, I I don't think like okay. Capitalism has created a worldview for us, right? has created this like idea of what the world is how things work how of like everything is a transaction everything is like not just a financial transaction but a transaction of power or a transaction of uh like emotions or very much indeed a transaction of wealth and there what the like goal is what the inverse of capitalism is is a world where it isn't transactional it's just we are all human beings and we take care of each other by default and that is not how we're trained to be right like like so when we can feel the ending coming but what is ending is capitalism because, and I want to, like, like, obviously, you know, there is the, 
like climate change threat and like but but even just like on a raw level of like the end of capitalism right it's mm-hmm. easy to feel worried about that even if you recognize that it's a good thing to happen because capitalism has encompassed our entire worldview and to imagine the end of capitalism is to imagine the end of the world but it doesn't the world doesn't end when capitalism ends we don't end we just find the new way of living and it's not gonna be an overnight thing it's not gonna be a snap of the light switch and suddenly everything is is different we're gonna have to work to find what what solutions work best for individual communities and and i think that is sort of the thing about like there is that feeling of like oh there's nothing i can do about these big world problems but of course there's nothing you can do Right? And I don't mean that in a pessimistic way. I mean that in a, in terms of your physical reach, you can't reach your arms around the world. Like, all you can do is affect the world that is immediately around you, is protect the people who care about you and who you care about, is to be a part of your community. And I feel like a lot of people get really pessimistic and really scared about the future because they don't feel like if if they're imagining this like light switch revolution end of capitalism they don't know what is left for them personally when that happens like if that's even how it works which i don't think i don't personally think that the end of capitalism is going to be a light switch revolution no although i wish it could be um i there is that that worry of like what is left for me personally right and i think what is important to look at and important to remember is that like when that happens what you will have is your community and your family blood or found and the people you care about and so those things are the things that you have to foster because the truly like it's the little things that matter here yeah you're not going to be able to change a lot of the big picture stuff it is the little stuff that is that you can change that capitalism wants you to think that you have to think top down but yeah. no you have to think bottom up you have to it is so much bigger than one person can ever encapsulate or fix but the idea of one person trying to encapsulate and fix everything is a capitalistic myth yeah that we see in superhero movies and stories yeah oh also jupiter um disney our producer um douche just called uh he says we're not a part of disney plus anymore (laughs) (laughs) oh no our paychecks 
He said he didn't like all the talk about um, love and community and stuff. He says that's okay in like the movies, but like in real life, you shouldn't do that. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> but uh, fucking beautifully said that in times where I am in a very good place, that is that is what I believe, and it is something that needs to be held on to and needs to be hopeful of. Um, yeah. But damn, if this song ain't good, and if it it, it hit home, it hits home. It yeah. hits real hard. Yeah, um, and, and also like just to say that like I, no one can be blamed for feeling pessimistic about the future. No, no one can be blamed. But I, what I will say is that as silly as it sounds, optimism is a radical tool for the future because believing yeah. in a future will allow it to be true and will make sure that you're not missing the opportunities for change yeah and also another little thing is like i know it seems a little silly but in relation to the little things like the little things are important also there are tiny little ways that you can spite capitalism and i know it doesn't mean much but it it does help like fucking Taking extra time at work to be on your break or to go to the bathroom and not doing it on your break feel like little tiny rebellions that are safe for you to do. Um, like I those those give give me at least, you know, little victories like stuff like that or, you know, using a specific older type of we or something that doesn't let ads play on <laughs> a certain channel no but like um, like that, but that using is, ad block like. sure yeah absolutely like like it is genuinely like i will i will go ahead and say having had so many conversations with working class people like my friends and like people i've talked to at you know, appointments and shit. Like, ev- all of these companies are putting up this face of, like, oh, everything's great, and putting up signs on the walls, like, ah, our employees are so happy. We we pay mm-hmm. $20 an hour. Hi. Um, uh, trying to convince you that, it, that like, everything, is, that they still have 100% control. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is that they have zero percent control. And, yeah. and 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 I have been kind of realizing that um work being at working places like um fucking I felt so powerful working at a pet hotel that didn't allow you to sit down ever even though you had to be in a room full of 15 dogs um without and standing up the whole time and but they needed me was the thing. And I was really good at my job. So in my head, I was like, fuck you. I dare you to fire me. And I would just sit all the time. <laughs> Honestly. And they didn't fire me. <laughs> right. Like, that. that's the thing. Like, you know, like, companies are unfortunately introducing a lot more horrific practices on their employees. That is continuing yeah. to happen. The reason why they're doing that is because... A, they're fucking terrified, and B, they mm-hmm. want to maintain control, or want Absolutely. to maintain the yep. illusion of control. But yeah. 
But like, seriously, like people are working less. People are shit. Yeah. Like people are, uh, honestly, people are doing shittier at their jobs. And fuck yeah, do shittier <laughs> at your job. I just want to say that right now. If you're listening right now, do shittier. Do less. If your boss is I like, I promise you, if, you aren't paid enough. <laughs> right now, if your boss is like, hey, uh, uh, we're a little short staffed. Can you come in on Saturday? You say no. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if uh, I know, I know that you're going to want to be like, oh, but like, like it'll fuck over my, uh, the other employees, the employee, the other employees are getting fucked over regardless. Like mm-hmm. you, like you are not going to make it better by following everything that your boss tells you to do. Do less. Yeah. I promise do it you from, <laughs> I promise you from experience, do not feel guilty for doing what's best for you instead of what's best for your shitty company job because I promise you they do not need you. As much as uh-huh. they convince you that they do, they went they went on fine without you before and they will be fine without you after. Your coworkers will end up being okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like seriously, like and at the end of the day, like like those little moments of taking control are they add up they add up and trust and here's the other thing if your job if your boss is like hey we're really sorry but we are going to be upping the number of hours that everyone has to work a day or whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. everyone could just say no and then they'll and then they'll go back to the back room and be like Oh fuck! And then they'll come up and be, come back out and be like, "Actually, we redid the numbers and we found out that you can stay doing the hours you were already doing." Like, like they just want to fucking control that shit. They just want to control you and control your life and make sure that you're not happy. And so fuck them. Yep. Like absolutely. Um, also, don't uh, do a um, un. An unorganized strike, though, is really important to be part of a, a workers' union. Hope strikes that way, cause uh, otherwise they could fall apart. That is that is true, but also, uh, uh, I I will also say that um, that, and this is not advice, but I will also say that um, if if everybody is doing unorganized strikes all at once. <laughs> then it then it kind mm-hmm. of works out anyway i i'm just i'm just sort of saying um uh and like you know what's best for you is all i will say yeah so uh anyways anyways um capitalism sucks well thanks for coming to my ted talk jupiter what's your thing <laughs> Well, uh, remember how I said that my thing was completely opposite energy. Yes. So uh, I I want you to hold the the heartfelt messages of uh, of of uh, like working together and and being a community and uh, and having solidarity with other members of the working class. And having solidarity mm-hmm. with each other. And I want you to hold that into your heart as I talk about the Scooby-Doo family tree. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
What the fuck? <laughs> stupid idiot. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, let's see it. Isn't Scooby Doo an alien? Uh, in in one in one out of a billion adaptations. Oh, okay. That is that is not canonical. I, I I gotta fucking I gotta be honest. I know a lot of people really like that show. I forget frankly what it's called. I think it's just called Mystery Inc. Oh yeah, the one you've complained about like three times so far. On a this lot, podcast. a lot of people really like that show, and I gotta tell you, it is not good. It's not a good show, and I'm sorry. I am sorry. You already said this. I'm sorry if you are sitting at home being wrong about this show, but you need to wake up oh and be an adult. Oh my god. We just lost half of our listener base for the third time. <laughs> they were like, you know what? Let me give this show a third chance because Jupiter has trashed my favorite show for too long. I'm just going to give it one more chance and then they're going to come into this episode and they're going to have their heart shattered. I, so bye. <laughs> I I am so sorry. I I forgive you personally. Thank you. Um okay. So um so I I'm gonna be real, right? So the I was gonna bring something else for this episode. Oh, okay. And then I was watching a fucking Drawfee stream and they were asking like, oh, who's Scrappy Doo's parents? And I was like, I I already in the back of my head, I knew about the Scooby-Doo family tree. And I was like, like, they're not bringing it up. They're not bringing up the fact that Scooby-Doo has a whole family lineage. Uh, and so uh, I I just, I I looked it up and then I immediately needed to talk about it. Um, okay. So here's the thing, right? Is that there are a lot of do's. And don'ts. Scooby-Doo. Do you get it? Sco- yeah. Scooby-Dooby-Don't. And play credits. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are there's a lot of dogs in the Dew family, uh, and uh, you, this is the this is the thing. The only you you only know this by diving deep into the Scooby Doo canon. <laughs> uh, so also, by the way, I'm not going to talk about it today. Shaggy also has a whole family tree. It's a whole thing. Oh, okay. Uh, I I'll get into that literally another episode, mm-hmm. but but I here's the here's the thing, right? So Scooby Doo has a whole family tree, but not everyone agrees on where members of the Doo family go. So what I'm gonna do here uh, is I am going to uh, uh, bring up a couple of different interpretations. Uh, that people have made online of the Scooby-Doo family tree. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, we are we're just going to go through them. We're going to see what people think uh, and sol- solve the mystery of the of the Doo family lineage. Now, now the earliest that most people can agree on for uh, for earliest do, is Yankee Doodle Doo? Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yankee Doodle Doo uh, is a uh, un. It is unclear exactly. Uh, is a is a Doo ancestor. Unfortunately, 
Unfortunately, I hate to I hate to bring everyone. Don't tell me that this dog is a confederate. Uh, I don't know that for sure, but he definitely is a colonizer. Because he came to America on the Mayflower. Oh. Yeah. Um, also, I'm pretty sure that Shaggy's family are were Confederates. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure that's true. I'm pretty sure that there is... Uh, I have it in my Scooby-Doo meets Batman DVD. No. Where uh, Scooby... Uh, goes to his great uncle, who uh, I uh, uh, be- I believe talks about Shaggy's legacy and him being a Confederate. Um, oh no! I I I. It's not ideal. Um, it's not canon. I do, We'll see. But anyway, um, uh, there is some fucking dark Scooby history. Uh, so Yankee Doodle Doo uh, is is at the the sort of top of the family tree. Everyone can agree on that, more or less, uh, except that they are all wrong. Oh, okay. Why? Who's uh, older? Because I've I've looked it up on the Scooby Doo wiki, and and apparently there is there is a skeleton that is known. As the missing link do. What the fuck? Uh huh. This is sounding like some Pokemon lore bullshit. Uh huh. Um, this the is missing link do. This is from season four of a pup named Scooby Doo, where Jesus Christ, where uh they find the skeleton. I I guess. Uh, and Scooby's mother uh notes that her that Scoob. Has this this missing link this skeleton's nose? Oh, so that is as far as we know in the Dew Canon, that is the earliest mm-hmm. Dew. Okay, uh, so then it goes down uh, to Great Grandpa Dew. That uh, that was his first name. Uh, Great Grandpa, I think. Uh, I think Ezekiel is maybe his name. That's a cool ass dog name. Yeah, I think I think. Hey Jupiter, Ezekiel. what's your dog name? What's my do- what's my dog name? Yeah, like if I was a dog. Shitty do. Oh, if I was a do, I see. Also, shitty do. <laughs> Not that you're shitty, but I just thought it was funny. Uh, um, my do name. Do. Do- I no. My do name, uh, uh, what if my do, what if my do, well, I would be spooky do, wouldn't I? Oh, you would be spooky do. I would be swaggy do. You would be swaggy do! Yes! Swaggy swaggy do! <laughs> um, so I have, I have some, uh, uh, also bad news about great grandpa Scooby. Oh, no. Another racist dog. This is apparently a Civil War hero. No, so he was a Confederate. Uh, it doesn't say, it doesn't say on what side of the war he was on, but to be honest, either way, not <laughs> great. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. I really don't, this, I really this... thought digging into Scooby's history would have been more pleasant than... 
What is uncovering some dark? Yeah. Yeah, uncovering some dark shit. Um, uh, then, okay. So then there's Grandpa Scooby. Now, I haven't Mm -hmm. been sharing pictures, but I do want to share a picture of Grandpa Scooby. Okay. Let's see. (laughs) Now, that is just Scooby wearing a mustache. Yes. Yes, that is a, that is just a, that is just a Scooby-Doo, but with a big mustache and eyebrows. Incredible. He's his own grandpa. He is. When his own estate. He is his own grandpa. Now, uh, there is some, uh, this is, this is where things start to diverge in the uh in the interpretations a little bit into chaos uh-huh so uh i have i have four different family tree interpretations in front of me oh boy so some people think that grandpa scoob uh that the uh next one down in the lineage would be mama do which is mm-hmm. scooby's mom of course mm-hmm. some people think that uh, that instead, he is the uh, father of Dada Do. I like Dada Do. Dada Do is very fun. Dada Do is a Scooby, but wearing glasses and a tie. Uh, Dada Do is actually um, it's canon that he is related to Baba Do. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Um. Now, some okay. Sorry, there is one imp- interpretation. I don't know this do. But there's one interpretation that says that that Grandpa could have also been the father of uh, a, a a Spooky Doo. Now I didn't re- I didn't realize that <gasps> I was stealing Spooky Doo. Oh, but he, no. but here's the deal. Here's the deal: is that Spooky Doo has no place on the Scooby Doo wiki. Uh oh. So I'm I don't I don't know who this Doo is. Okay. However. So we have Dad I do and Mumsy do. Uh Mumsy do. Yeah. Uh who are uh uh apparently full name Mumsy Bouvier Onesis do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now there is uh, uh a pretty uh, clear uh lineage uh, or or a pretty clear uh, uh like everyone agrees who Scooby's siblings are. Mm-hmm. That is not up for debate. Uh, it is Scooby Doo, Yabba Doo, Howdy Doo, Skippy Doo, and Ruby Doo. Um, I only request to see a picture of Howdy Doo because if he's not wearing a cowboy hat, this is over. Um, now, now, uh, I will go ahead and tell you that Howdy Doo is not wearing a cowboy hat. But you're gonna like him anyway. And also, Yabadoo does wear a cowboy hat. What the fuck? Okay, so it, it balances out, I guess. Yeah, I, I am Thin gonna. I am gonna go ahead and send you a picture of Howdy Do. Okay. Aww, Howdy Do's cute. Howdy Do is extremely cute. Uh, Howdy Do has a orange flop of hair that goes over his eyes, uh, and it is very cute. Um. Now, now that that is not up for debate. The the Scooby siblings, or I, well, it wouldn't be appropriate to call them the Scooby siblings just because Scooby is the most famous among them. 
It'd be uh, the doobie siblings. Be, it'd be the do siblings. Uh, now, to the original question posed by uh, one draw fee, uh, 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 Scrappy Doo is Scrappy Doo isn't related to him, right? No, he is. Is is uh, Scooby's nephew? Oh, and son of Ruby Doo. So that answers that question. So what did Ruby do to Scrappy? What happened there? What? Why is everyone so mean to Scrappy? I just have to ask. Okay, did you see the first live action movie? Okay, but that interpretation comes from the live action movie. It doesn't, like, that's not where Scrappy-Doo originated from. That was just James yeah. Gunn deciding that he hated Scrappy-Doo's fucking guts. <laughs> he did try to kill a bunch of people. In the movie! Not in, in movie. not eating the shows. In the shows, yeah. he's fine. He's just a little guy. Yeah, you're making me feel bad for Scrappy Doo. Yeah, you should. You should feel bad for Scrappy Doo. Every everyone who hates Scrappy Doo is just being mean to a baby. That's another lyric in the uh, that funny feeling is shitting on Scrappy Doo. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um uh so uh they uh, uh uh now we get into some some distant dues that people are not quite certain where the uh uh where the delineation is here. Mm-hmm. So everyone, not everyone, but most people seem to be uh pretty in uh, in agreement that Dixie do and Whoopsie do are siblings. Whoopsie do, that's so cute. I'm appointing Whoopsie do as Joe. <laughs> now, Whoopsie do is a clown. Yeah, that's Joe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely correct. Um. Uh. Dixie do. Dixie Doo is just Dixie Kong from Donkey Kong coming over into another franchise. So here's the fucked up thing, is that Dixie Doo appears to have just to, unlike the rest of the Doos, Dixie Doo appear- appears to be, like, anthropomorphic and has, like, human hands and a human body. Oh, so I was right. <laughs> yeah. This, Dixie, Dixie Doo. Dixie Kong, get out of here. I, Dixie... What? D- D- Dixie, Dixie, like Jupiter. D- Dixie, do we need the kids to be attracted to a dog? Why does Dixie do have human proportions and breasts? I just, um. I just, I, I, hey, designers of Dixie do. I just want to talk. <laughs> anyway, so they anyway. agree. That Dixie and Whoopsie, who Whoopsie is uh, just a dog proportioned dog, mm-hmm. they are siblings for sure. Most people agree that Dixie... one one person thinks that Whoopsie Doo and Scooby Dumb are uh, siblings. Scooby Dumb. Uh huh. <gasps> what? Scooby. Scooby Dumb. Scooby Dumb. I'm gonna send you. Here's here's Scooby Dumb. No. Scooby Dumb. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Guess what?
what his gimmick is. He talks funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's, it's not... A... Also, out of all of the dudes that we have seen, Scooby Dumb appears the most. Oh, God. I mean, he other, actually other does than... look like a Great Dane, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, these are all Great Danes. They're all Great Danes, including Dixie, apparently. No, Dixie's a bad date. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So, uh, some people think that Dixie and Whoopsie are, uh, uh, the children of Horton. Horton do. Horton hears a do? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You got it. Um, some people think that, uh, that they are instead the, uh, the, children of spooky do who is apparently horton do's brother <laughs> in parentheses uh, estranged uh-huh uh some people think that uh they are both related to uh doobie do who is like an elvis uh and uh my favorite interpretation uh has doobie and scooby dumb as Cousins of unknown origin. Oh, uh, unknown origin do. Mm-hmm. This this interpretation also has um, uh, it, Yankee Doodle, Great Grandpa, and Granddad do. And then it has a bracket and says, possibly a sexual reproduction. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and then... Uh, there is Scooby D. Oh no, that who, sounds like a fucked up evil variant. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. She's mostly just a dog. She's she's just kind of a dog. That's fucked up. Yeah. Um. Uh. Scooby D. Is uh is some people okay? So one interpretation has. Dooby Doo, Dixie Doo, and Scooby D as all being siblings of an unknown parent. Mm-hmm. This one has Scooby D and Ruby Doo on the image, but it is, but they have just taken two images of the same dog from the same episode in the same shot, but a couple of frames apart. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I love that people have spent a lot of time trying to figure this out. Yeah. Uh, this one has a, a dandy do who I don't know who that is. There's a lot of do's out there. Um, yeah. and I guess, I guess the, the point I'm trying to make here is that a lot of people have spent <laughs> a, a lot, <laughs> a lot of people have spent a lot of time, uh, really trying to, uh, navigate the uh family tree of a bunch of fictional dogs and mm-hmm. i'm glad that they're having fun um yeah. <laughs> yeah uh i now there is one do who has appeared on none of these family trees yeah and that is nasty do oh no no one wants no. to it no one wants to acknowledge nasty do I need to see who Nasty Do is. Now, okay, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Here, here is Nasty Do. Oh, Nasty Do, kind of sexy, huh? 
no, come on. How dare you? I I hate to say it, but nasty do if um put into a 2011 Tumblr would have been fucking I don't very popular. I do not um, want this. I do not want this. Um uh nasty do uh uh is aware do. Uh-huh. Now, I I want to go ahead and unmask if you will. Because oh, nasty do isn't real. Nasty do is a human. Nasty do is a is. I'm just gonna read this sentence. Nasty do was the where do disguise of Professor Digme. He based it on the real nasty do. Oh, okay. Well, that clears things up. Uh huh. No, on nowhere can I find any information about the real nasty do. That is so fucking hilarious. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I I think I think here's I think okay. So I've I've looked up nasty uh, sorry, I've looked up Spooky Do, uh who is not listed among the Do members on the Do's article of the Scooby Doo mm-hmm. wiki. Because apparently his only appearance is in the uh, Scooby-Doo Archie comics. Oh, and that's the one where, it, like, they have a bunch of alternate... No. Oh, I'm thinking of the uh, a different thing. You're thinking of a different Scooby-Doo comic. I know which one you're talking about, but I can't remember the name of it. Um, that's, it's, you, you're the one who told me about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, fucking Scooby Apocalypse and shit. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, so... There's that. Um, th- now, Spooky Doo. Sorry, this is just. I've just been on a wiki dive here. Scooby Doo is a uh, Spooky Doo is in the category deceased characters. Fuck, Spooky Doo's fucking dead. Uh, in, uh, alongside evil entity. Evil entity do. Oh my god, I I want to find out more about these comic do's. Yeah, well, I think um, we can we more uh, in the next episode. I'm not bringing the deuce back in the next episode. I just want to <laughs> know about Dandy Do because Dandy Do is in one of these, and I okay. I want to know. I want to know. Oh my god, peace so bad. Dandy Do was the pet dog of millionaire Mister Dimwit. Oh no. <laughs> Personality. He died before the gang could meet him. Personality. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> I'm Amy. My I'm... likes are death, dead, and I'm dead. My dislikes are dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. Oh my god. His appearances was in. Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? The Charlton comics in the issue, issue number 6B, The Four Flushers. It's not a toilet. Is it a toilet? Objects. I'm sorry, I've clicked in. It doesn't have any synopsis. The synopsis just says, insert details here. But it has objects, butler's gun, bank pens, (laughs) 
<laughs> I love how inconsistent Wikipedia's are. Um, oh my so God. the moral of this episode is rest in peace, Spooky Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, the moral of this episode is fuck. How do we tie these two things together, even remotely? I know how. The moral of this episode is to fight against the whims of capitalism by doing what you love and doing what you enjoy and not letting it bring you down. Even if what you enjoy is spending hours trying to put the Scooby-Doo family tree together. Right. No, that's actually good because the because like it's not like the people doing this were being paid to do it, right? Like they are they are using their time uh to focus on the things that they enjoy. Mm-hmm. And that is what is important. The little things matter. Little things matter. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Doobie Doo. Um, thanks for listening to Enchanting Aspects. Um, I have to pee so bad. Um, so we're. I'm not announced. I'm not giving you any information. This okay. So can, can can I have can I have the the last word of the episode? Yeah, you can do it while I go pee. What a, what about well, it's important that you hear it. What about Oh, okay. Uh uh rip a fat doobie doo. <laughs> rip a fat doobie doo. Love yourself. Believe in yourself. <gasps> Bye. <laughs> Nasty doo and Dixie doo should disappear for good. And it's true that Scrappy-Doo is misunderstood What was the missing link do doing in a cave? Yankee Doodle-Doo is being racist in his grave There it is again, that funny family that funny family there it is again rot row raggy rot row raggy hey what can you say i'm a scooby-doo i say ruby <laughs> hey what can you say I'm a fucking dog. I'm a roughy row. Rah, 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 rah.